All right, what's up, guys? Average Joe's Crypto Podcast, episode one. I'm Jace. I'm Trey, is- aka the Bitcoin Bad Boy. Man, so we're super excited to just be able to do this. Kind of popped up last second last night. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Um, oh, Trey posted that cool picture of him with the um, the bad boy, and I was just like, let's let's do a podcast. Um, I'm super. We're getting super into this stuff right now. It's just kind of. I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty infectious. Once you go down the, the deep hole on the webs, uh, YouTube, you go down a deep hole and you learn a lot. And we just kind of want to spread the word because it's a pretty untapped um, market at this point, I still think. And, and I'll just uh, say this too. Um, we are pretty serious about this, but I will say if you're, if you're just listening and you're not watching, only 50% of us actually dressed the part and came ready to play ball. Um, and I'll let you guys go ahead and guess what's the 50%. But carry yeah. on, Jace. Yeah, so this isn't, it's 50, 50% serious, 50% um, just jokes. So um, why do we create this? It's going to be like, it's a simple answer. It's Doge. Like you can laugh at it all you want. Trey makes fun. Trey, Trey used to make fun of it all the time. He said, it's a meme cone. He said, I'm selling, I'm selling. But now he's all in. He's all in. He's a hodler. Um, you can go back through the text. Um, the receipts are there. Their sheets are there, but um, Doge is just like, it's crazy how it happened, but it's gotten millions and millions more people in the crypto space, including ourselves. Like I knew what Bitcoin was. I'm sure a lot of you knew what Bitcoin and Ethereum were, but we didn't, I had no idea of how it worked, uh, what a blockchain was, what decentralization was, which is what we'll cover a little bit more in detail going forward. But I just think it brought so many more people into the space that weren't there before and whether it does well, whether it goes to a dollar, whether it goes back to two cents, I don't think it matters at this point. I thought I think it's helped the crypto world enough. And I, I think I think Doge is kind of the epitome of what I would consider the cool part about crypto. And in all honesty, the real reason that I want to do this podcast, I want to build enough of an audience so that someone can recommend to us a random altcoin that just pops off and I make millions and then get to skip off into the sunset. And, and that's kind of what Doge did. I do know someone who cashed out at 52K. That's kind of incredible. They got out while they could. I will say like, I'm not necessarily saying it myself, but a lot of people will call that person a paper hands. Like, and that's kind of embarrassing, but um, they do have a little chunk of change now. I mean, you can't take that from them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're not gonna always condemn paper hands. Uh, sometimes you just gotta take your, take your winnings and run off, but we are gonna coattail anyone that recommends a good altcoin to us. Um, Safe Moon's taken off. I saw a couple other ones that have been taken off. But if you rec- if you know a good one and uh, you want to shoot it our way, do it, and we will definitely get in on it. And we're going to show you our portfolio a little bit later too. Um, so talk a little bit more about Dogecoin. It is a meme, but it's hard to deny its resiliency as a, as a crypto, even if it is uh, a meme, even if that's how it was created. At this point. It's like it's staying above 20 cents, like it dropped below 20 cents like one time, like in the last uh, few weeks after it jumped up a couple of weeks ago. But it's super hard to deny its resiliency, especially with the second richest man in the world backing it, Mark Cuban backing it, rappers, uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Like there's so many people just backing it now. It's hard to deny that it's going to be around for a little bit at least. Now I, I will I'll point out one thing about Dogecoin, okay? And this is the this is the part that scares me, Jason. I know we've been on different sides of this, yep. but I'm gonna take you back to Intro to Business 101 
Coach Nakarado in front of the class. Why was this? Why did he get called Coach Nakarado? Not because he was coaching a sport. And yes, that was a little bit weird. It was because he was coaching business and life. He said it himself. All right. And this, he told me two things. One, business about people and relationships. You don't really have to have either of those in crypto. So we'll throw that one out the door. Two, supply and demand. And that's what scares me a little bit about Doge. Because biggest flaw, I, like, and I know they're working on this, but no supply cap. And you might be able to fill us in because you're obviously a little more well-versed on like the actual details of what's going in. But no supply cap is a scary thing, especially when you're dealing with like a crypto or anything that you're is supposed to kind of have some innate value that's not necessarily tangible. And that's a little bit of what's scary about crypto is there's not always like a tangible, like I can hold the coin in my hand. So, yeah, you're right. The, the inflation is definitely the biggest, the hyperinflation is definitely the biggest uh, poke in like the Dogecoin balloon, I guess. Um, everyone on Reddit, that's what everyone, that's the bears are talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a big problem, but I'm, but I'm not, I'm also never going to say Doge is going to be 10,000. I'm never going to, it's impossible. Like the market cap would have to be quadrillion dollars, which it's just not going to happen. But it, it also, I'm not saying it's impossible for it to get to two, $3 with the, with the, with the, uh, hyperinflation, but it's not necessarily unlimited. Um, there is like a, a 5%. I, I don't know all the details or average Joe's, but it's not infinite, but it is very, very high in the, the supply is goes down by like 1.1% every year. Um, so it's, it's not infinite necessarily, but it's pretty close to it. Like the miners are just popping it out at crazy numbers right now. So like, I think problem. I think Doge is one of those where it's like, it's a good one to drop a little bit on just for the fun because the community is super into Doge for no reason, to be honest. Like, I think most people probably don't even, most people who are into it probably don't even know that much about the supply or anything. No. They're just, they just love the fact that it's a meme coin and that Elon Musk tweets about it every now and then. So it's fun to be a part of that. But I would say the future's shaky, but kind of switching gears for a coin that like, I don't know if there's any shakiness in this coin's future, Bitcoin. That's the big yep. dog. That's what your boy is named after, the Bitcoin bad boy, dude. I'll meet your grandma on the street, rob her from, rob a Bitcoin out of her purse right then and there. I'm not afraid it to will. do that. He will. He will. So, I mean, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about how you can uh, possibly rob Bitcoin because it's it's allegedly impossible because you can't do it. Uh, you can, you can allegedly. take it off. You, you can take someone's like cold wallet and run with it, but you're going to have to find out their uh, like 12 word password. So it's going to be hard. So that's the good thing about Bitcoin is you literally like, you can't steal it because it's decentralized, but which is, we'll talk about what decentralization is, but just like a small, short, brief background on uh, Bitcoin. It was the first crypto created widely accepted. It wasn't the first created first widely accepted in 2009 only 21 million of them. So it's the exact opposite of Dogecoin. It's, there's only 21 million. There's not even 21 million yet. That's the max cap on how many of them there will ever be. Right now, I think there's like 18 point something million. And every year there's being, or every four years there's being less created. And I think the last one will be created in 2130 something or 40 something. Like I'm never going to give you exact numbers because we're average shows. Simple um, as that. You've heard Jordan Belfort say, you know, hey, sell me this pin. Doesn't matter. I got Bitcoin, pal. Get lost. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the best way I can describe it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, like, I kind of hit on cold wallets. That's kind of um, where you can store it. There's hot wallets. There's a bunch of different stuff where you can store it. But 
we're not going to talk about that right now in the first episode. That'll be a complete different episode that we can learn about that. But one thing that kind of is interesting, Trey, is how does this, like, how does Bitcoin become a thing? Like, is it gold? Is it fiat currency? Are we just like creating it like money? Like are we just printing dollar bills? How, how what's, what are we doing? The best, the best way I kind of understand and like, I'll probably know more about this next week and I'll fill you guys in then maybe, but the best, like we have to, it's mined. So you mine Bitcoin, but it's a little bit like the gold rush, if you will. It's like the modern tech day gold rush where everyone's rushing. They're going and buying the new graphics card for their supercomputer. Essentially, you have to have a supercomputer and you have to just let it run. And like there are some people who like do this like full time and stuff have like insane AC units and everything in their computer room so that their computer doesn't overheat so they can just keep kicking it out. But essentially to mine uh, Bitcoin, your computer just is running. I want to say it's not even a software, but I want to say it's like a software where it's putting together these blockchains. So it puts together little blocks and then eventually all those blocks come together and it completes the blockchain. If you're the person who completed the chain or like just completed the puzzle, let's say that, then you get the Bitcoin. That's kind of why I say it's like it's like the gold rush where you, you might be mining for literally ever and never be the person who actually solved it, even though you did most of the blocks. Cause like you would think, oh, I can just get a computer then and then like solve the blockchains and I'll have all the Bitcoin. For one, the algorithm gets increasingly like harder and harder to solve. That's how it like works into the supply cap. But then also, like I said, if you're not the one who actually solved it, then you don't get the, the Bitcoin. Um, a kind of interesting thing about mining, uh, I had an information systems teacher back in the day who actually like OG type of dude, like when Bitcoin was hot on the scene, he originally, he mined three Bitcoin way back. So in my class, this was like a few years ago when Bitcoin was around like 35, 40 K, like it was starting to hit that big uptick. Um, and he told us that it was in his wallet somewhere that he could not find the password for. So he had three Bitcoin, roughly 90 grand sitting in a wallet that he could not access. Cause it's not like you can call up bank of America. Mm -hmm. That would be like a centralized type of thing where they could help you solve this problem. Decentralized is a little trickier. So he could not access this and he was too scared to try another password. Cause you only get like a limited amount of times. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it erases your wallet. So that's like the very scary part. I would say like, don't go thinking you're going to just go buy some supercomputer and start mining and like make it rich. Odds are that's not going to happen, especially where it's like we're currently at with Bitcoin. That's probably not going to happen. You're probably safer to just start uh, like using like crypto investment strategies. That I know nothing about. That's why I buy altcoins because I'm going to buy low. Make, like it's going to pop off and I'm going to make it big. That's my strategy. And listen, I'm not a financial expert and that's not even financial advice. So do with that what you will. That's a little bit about how mining Bitcoin works. A lot of people don't even know what altcoins is. And we just learned a couple of months ago, probably. So we're going to tell you that at some point, though. but from now, now until next week, you can just kind of sit on that. Uh, what I was going to say also, before you said that is there's actually 21 million total Bitcoin can be, but there's already 3 million that have been lost forever because of situations like that from cold wallets or hot wallets, or they lost the 12 word password, or they literally just lost the drive or whatever that it was on. So there's actually only going to be 18 million ish that accessible forever. So the supply, the demand's even going to go higher. So that would be a crappy situation to be in right now. Especially considering, considering Bitcoin by 2030, I've heard could be like a million dollars, but um let's just uh it's been a good first one let's uh 
next week do you want to talk about what's in our portfolio oh yeah you got what do you got in there right now huh Oh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that. Listen, I got some good stuff. All right. I got some sneaky little altcoins that I feel good about. I like the coin. I'll say that, but you got to tune in episode two. I'll, I'll disclose all of that info. Um, listen, like we said, we're in this together. We're learning, you're learning, we're earning, you're earning. Basically mm-hmm. when we make it all the way to that tippity top, we get to split our buried treasure, baby. And that's what it's all about. Well, I got one question. Why are you the big, Bitcoin bad boy or whatever, if you only love altcoins. That's what a Bitcoin bad boy would do, wouldn't he? <laughs> so he's I didn't a bad say boy I was the, towards Bitcoin? I yeah, I didn't say I was the Bitcoin good boy. <laughs> okay, so maybe maybe you're the Bitcoin minimalist of this show or? Maybe or, the maybe the anti-Bitcoin bad like boy. Yeah. You tell me. Know, I just hear you talking a lot about altcoins, altcoin this, altcoin that. But. I might be the altcoin alpha. Ooh. Hey, we're progressing. We're progressing this first episode. We came up with this idea last night. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to become with you guys. Things are going to get weird. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm down for that. Yeah, we might, we might buy some coins. We might, uh, we might go on a date. I, it's yeah. hard to tell what could happen at this point, but I know one thing, man, oh man, is my portfolio looking stacked and I can't wait <laughs> to tell you all about it. Let's do it. Hey, we're going to have some guests on too that probably know less than us. So that'll be good for the people that are out there. Like maybe we, we explain to them what's, what this thing is, but you ask questions, you guys ask questions about what you want us to talk about. Yeah. And we're, we're here, we're here for you guys. We can do some research. I'm not going to say we're going to know what it is. We'll take our time out of our day and do our research for our, and, for our people. And all we ask for you, make sure and subscribe, leave us a review Get the podcast popping off. We want to be on the new and noteworthy. We want we want people to their minds to be blown. Why a couple couple average Joes talking about cryptos is all over their feed. Share, tell your friends, tell your mom. Write a letter letter to your grandma. Let her know what's happening. Let warn her that I might rob her in the street straight out of her Bitcoin. But until next time, right. let's get that buried treasure.